This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P-O-D-D-Y. What's up, kids in America and the rest of the world? It's the Trim Healthy Podcast, and it's a great day and whatnot, but uh, (laughs) I came in to find out that uh, we had a guest in my stead last time. Sat in your seat. No, sat- it was not last time, but the time before that, yeah. Did you wipe the lint off of that seat? She <laughs> sat right the there. The green lint. No, this is a, now a, a special seat. It has been christened by uh, our friend. Katie. Katie. And uh, I came in today and saw that everyone had a handwritten note from her saying like, thanks and whatnot. Yeah. There was one person, though, out of the group that didn't get a handwritten note. Yeah. I mean, even John and Les got a handwritten note. Even. Oh, my goodness. Leslie's like, what do you, do you mean, even? Guess, and Leslie you guys, got the can first Can you say one. what not once more just to just seal the deal that you didn't get it? He said what not so many times. You should count it. Rewind this thing and count it, people. I'll have to listen back. Actually, I never listen to these. And I'm just curious if you guys can guess who the one person is who didn't get a handwritten letter from Katie. Well, Danny, you well, you weren't there. You weren't here. You decided you had bigger and better things to do. Did you get an invitation to be there? To the podcast? Yeah. Well, I mean, we I were like, an... hey, Katie's going to be there, Dan. We'd love you to be there too. What did Dan say to that? Yeah, I mean, I got an invitation, but to be fair, you know, um, when the nation calls on me <laughs> and they need a voice that is high caliber enough yeah. To represent a national brand, I've got to say yes. Yeah, yeah and the, when the queen calls Danny and says, thou hast to be knighted. No, it just means the they were paying bigger bucks than we pay, Serene. <laughs> and you've you got to feed the fam. She did a killer intro and she did an impersonation I, of me. And as right. a thank you for not giving me a, a note, a personal note, I'd like to re- respond and yeah. return the favor of doing an impersonation of her doing an impersonation of me. Okay, I want to hear it. Is that cool? Yes, and then Serene and I will rate you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Trim Healthy Podcast. The sun is out, the birds are chirping, and we're coming at you into your ear holes. And oh he my did goodness. the hands. He did, he did a 10 out of 10 because of the really hands. Have you seen her in person on like the on the Insta and that doing the hands? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, okay, so you knew. Oh, you looked her up. No, I got oh, tagged. You, you totally totally you, I got you tagged. Do you know what that you, means, um, Serene? Serene doesn't know what that means. No, but what, what did he She's do? like, "Take you cuz he already I thought it was just like he was feeling it and that's how Okay, so we have these super long, long intros, guys, but I want to cut it off and get to the meat because I bring something today. I'm bringing something. You got, you got. No, you're the one that always qualifies your meat. I'm just saying meat and hush. What? Okay. So I want to talk today. I'll rate it at the end. (laughs) Girl, I can't see you. There's a laptop. John, your laptop is stopping Danny and I from looking at one another. There's a big non-GMO sticker on the top of it. It's a cool sticker. Um, I want to talk about something that really entered my brainwaves a few days ago, and I told Serene about it. And at first, she's like, "Oh, no, I was, I was like, not at no, first. No, I was no. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Excuse me. I'll tell what people what you were. No, you're making it up. <laughs> no, I was I'll, like, that's awesome. No, no, no. Mm, yes. Every anytime you say hmm, you you're contemplating. You think maybe it's not so good, but you're a kind person, so you say hmm. But then after a while, I just <laughs> I sort of talked it out more, and then you're well, like, I had yes, one girl. issue with it, and yeah. I might bring that up today. Okay, okay, yeah. So you were sort of on the fence, but you're being kind about it, and you're like, Pearl, it's you know, you bring that if you feel. But I did feel, and then at the end, you you sort of came around to it. So guys, you might have the same reaction when I bring this to you today. You might be like, Pearl has lost her mind. Do tell. But really, I found it. I found my mind. And this is going to be about marriage, but it's also going to be about your Trim Healthy Mama journey. I'm going to merge the two. So, lovies. I want to start off by saying, people, you're going to start out by saying where you got this. I'm going to stop helping me. (laughs) Stop (laughs) helping me. (laughs) I want to start it by saying, if you're married, Right now, listening to this, I want to say that you're in an arranged marriage. Okay. Now, okay. I Dan's say nervous. this because it's a good thing. And let me tell you why. It all started uh, last week. And I want to say too much because this sweet girl listens to our podcast. 
But this sweet girl is staying at my house. Anyway, I'm trying to well, set her up. Well, that's saying a lot. Well, she'll know I'm exactly who she is. There's not many sweet girls who are staying at your house. Yeah, I mean, that quite narrows it down. <laughs> well, she'll forgive me because I'm not saying names and all that. But anyway, listen, I just had an idea, um, my daughter Meadow and I, of a great man we could set her up with. He's a great guy. But, you know, people can go with being set up or they can think about it or they can worry about it. So being set up is is quite hard for the for the person that's being set up. For the setters this year, no, it's fun. The setter. I'm the setter. Yeah. The settees, maybe it's not so fun because yeah. there's a lot of pressure when mm. they have to meet this person and all of that. It can be a little awkward, yeah. Yeah, so I was really trying to encourage her saying, what a great guy he is. And in the end, and she was, and she, I think she believes he's a great guy, but she's still in the thought process, you know. We're just trying to shove these two people together and who knows what God would do out of it. But in my head, this is how this whole thing started. I just thought, I just wish I could arrange their marriage because I just know it's going to work, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought, oh, just let me arrange the marriage. And then, you know, I just pushed that thought out of my head because, of course, that's ridiculous, right? <laughs> You're right. But then I thought to myself when I had my shower the next morning when all my greatest brainwaves come, an arranged marriage, ooh, it's a good thing because – Pearl, you're in an arranged marriage. Now, hear me out. When you first get married, you have, or when you fall in love, you have all of these swirling hormones, neurotransmitters. No, scientists can actually, like, count these levels, and they can see them, and, and when they do, like, when they check your brain and you light it up and all of that, they can see what's going on, and it's a literal thing. Your brain has chemicals and love chemicals. And things like that. Well, they say it takes about 18 See, months. See, this is where I just totally yeah, she, this just is where dish you. And I just like, I don't feel that. Well, you're you're sort of, um, you're not being true to yourself. No, I am. I've just continued to cultivate it. I know, but still, I'm going to tell you something. Well, I Love might. chemicals, <laughs> the, first, the first ones, they're crush chemicals. They're bliss chemicals, right? I'm not saying you can't get them back, but I'm saying they last scientifically in the human body about 18 months. In a relationship, after that, they go down. And then after that is when the real love stuff starts in my right. head, where you cultivate love, where you do love. You don't necessarily wake up feeling it, huh. but you know it. You know it, but I still feel like, as I just feel like, you know, when we've talked about Foxy Mother before, yeah. you know how there's different seasons where your hormones actually do kind of decline. But we've talked about when you think about it, when you cultivate it, then they actually can. Okay, start I'm going to bring coming. that around to the end so of this podcast. That's my point, is I feel like you can keep those, like you actually feel. Okay, but that just, love. just, just, Thank yes, you. it's all going to be good for you in the end with your fears of that. Scary but all I'm stuff. saying, let me be honest then. I love my husband. We're 27 years together. But I can't say that I wake up with those same bliss chemicals in the beginning of our relationship where I was just in rapture. You know, it was a feeling. It was a heart flutter. I'm not saying I never get heart flutters now. Yeah. But it's different. Come on. Can we be honest, Dan? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's yeah. a maturity of a... No, no, you're out but, of the but serene. But an age wine difference. Serene. Like, stop it. Come on. Stop worrying about it. I'm not putting it down. There's a good thing coming. You bring it, please. So then I thought to say to myself, I'm going to look up what happens with arranged marriages. <laughs> it's because I started to get really interested. Okay. Like, what's the divorce rate in arranged marriage? Because in my head, I think arranged It's not marriage, like you're wanting to start a magazine no, called arranged marriages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wanting to... I would hate to have an arranged marriage for me and I'm not saying it's for everyone because I want everyone to find their own person and have that, you know, be able to be in charge of their own life. And fall in love yeah, with yes, the chemicals yes. first. Yeah, 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 what yeah. a great magazine title. Arranged marriage. <laughs> and just document. I'm not going to subscribe, Pearl. <laughs> yeah. But, so I started looking into it. Guess, okay, so we all know that the divorce rate in America and most Western countries is between 40 and 50%. Many times, Towards 50, half of regular marriages. It's gotten worse as time goes on, though. Yeah, because I don't know, but are, that's what it's currently people at. People are, see, are more, the, the out is more normalized, you see? The sad thing is, even many of us believers, us Christians, our divorce rate is almost that high. Yeah, but too. I think it's because the out has become normalized. You just didn't get divorced back then. You just didn't. Um, yes, but Serene, once again, you're steering me off into another oh, path. Okay, good. okay, you take your own potties on your own good on subjects. You, okay, Go for it. I want to stay on this on this uh, wavelength that I'm at. 
So about 40 to 50%. Sad, but it happens. Guess what the rate is of arranged marriages? It's like 10 or zero. You have your turn, Serene. I don't like your magazine. Oh, she doesn't even like this topic. <laughs> she doesn't subscribe. She's like, no, not. I don't mind the arranged marriage topic. It's okay. just that I want the flutters still there and oh, I I'm feeling them. them. I'm bringing them. So just, oh, just I'm, relax. I'm confident it's they will coming. come. Okay, good. Goodness sake. Fruit salad's still in the air, people. I'm not talking about married sex either. I'm talking about feelings and neurotransmitters. Yes, but it's not. You've got to keep those feelings or it's the fruit salad's not fun. Okay, keep can going. you put her in a corner? Leslie, bell her. <laughs> Um, Listen to her sad, muted Okay, bell. well, okay, guess what it is? 4% overall. 4%. 4%. Wow. And in India, it's 1%. Wow. Now, I want to say this. In India, there are still arranged marriages, about half and half, but half of the people now do modern marriages yeah. where they choose their own partner. Mm. That divorce rate is about what's going on here. Yeah. So it's the arranged marriages, people, that stay together. So I thought to myself, what can I learn from this? Okay. Right. Because you don't want to learn that you want to go arranging people's no, marriages. Let's just that's clarify not what I'm that. I'm trying to learn. Just for everybody out there, we just want to clarify that. It's not her point she's bringing home. It's not a deli meat slice or her steak. No, can I guess why they might be? Yeah, Dad. Just one guess. Is it because they you, you don't actually have the distraction of the 18-month chemical euphoria to distract you and instead you get down to the work of a relationship yeah bingo bingo and guess what i think it is it's that absolutely you get down to the work it's almost like this is what i do let's make it happen and along with that is i'm not relying on my feelings i don't wake oh, up tomorrow morning wondering amazing. if i still love my husband so because you never started there so, so if serene was going to, to bring home your deli meat slice actually it's more like a big Hunkered roast beef in a crock pot, okay. family-sized crock pot. Like a honey baked Hilltop family-sized crock pot. I think your point is marriages work when you've chosen. Meaning yeah. you've chosen. It's not like you've chosen uh, arranged marriages that you didn't get to choose your point, but you've chosen marriage. Yeah, you've See chosen what I'm saying? it. You haven't necessarily chosen your person, but you've chosen marriage. Meaning you've cho- you said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it work. Yeah, so you don't even ask yourself the question, do I still feel in right. love? Do, well, I, I, do just, I love them or not? I'm just doing love. I'm Whoa. making this work. That's huge. Um, I, I mean, it's huge, it's huge, it's huge, and it's all about the success. I'm going to bring it to THM in a minute, but listen to this study. So they did this study in India where about half an hour range and half are just doing it themselves, and, and they looked at love in a conventional marriage versus the arranged. So they used this scale. It's the Rubin Love Scale where you can measure thoughts and feelings of love, okay? And so the researchers found that in a non-arranged marriage, all these, the Rubin Love Scale, you all start out high when mm-hmm. you first get married, but they decline fairly rapidly. Um, the feelings. Okay. So that was about that 18 month thing that I said, but love in arranged marriages, they start low. Fair enough. Okay. But then they actually increase. They surpassing that love of the uh, conventional ones by around the five year mark. And then 10 years into a marriage, if both couples stay together, the conventional and the arranged, the, the, the score on the Ruben love scale was twice as strong in the arranged marriage as it was for conventional. Mm-hmm. you wow. got to ask yourself why. Yeah. But to me, I just this, said to myself, okay, Pearl, you're in an arranged marriage. And if you're in an arranged marriage, you you're do- saying you're in an arranged marriage because you're past the 18 months yes. and now you're just a choice. Now I'm a choice and I wake up and I don't say, oh, I don't feel like I love him anymore. I never ask myself that question. Not that I do, but a lot of people do, right? Yeah. They, um, I learned to not ask myself that question because feelings are so unreliable. Well, it depends on the color of the shirt. Yeah, <laughs> depends how he acted to me that day. You see, none of that really matters because I'm doing marriage and I'm making it work and this is what I've chosen. Like mm. you said, Serene, my marriage, I'm looking at that now. I love wearing this banner. My marriage is an arranged marriage. We arrange to be together. We arrange to stay together. And we're going to go the, the whole way and we choose each other and we don't wake up and say, how do I feel today about this? And you so arrange good, to cultivate. Girl. I've noticed that you arrange to yeah. cultivate. Oh, yeah. And I feel like maybe they're not the first 18 month old, 18 months, certain chemicals, but I bet you you have 
chemicals because of your arrangement to cultivate that far, far um, outplay, just like those arranged people at the mm. 10, oh, 10 yeah. year mark. They far, they far outplay because that's what I was trying to say. I wanted to say that I didn't, that I do experience not just duty in my marriage. Oh, I, absolutely. I experience strong chemicals. They, they may be different than that. Oh, he's at the door. Freak yeah. Out. yeah. But, but, but it's, but it's chemicals that do surge Absolutely. strongly. And I feel those too. Okay, good. I mean, that's from cultivation. Yes. But they mm. are a little different from the fluff ones, you know. Um, I thought to myself, you know, why does it work so well? And, you know, think about when, um, when we marry, when we fall in love. It's all good. I'm still about it, finding your person. But I, I just feel like the best of both worlds, right? We can learn mm. from these things. You know, you you sort of have that person making you feel a certain way. But what about when they don't make you feel that certain way just because they're not living up to your exact standards, you know? Okay, you are not my everything today. But these other marriages start off saying, you aren't at all my anything. I'm just here to make things work for you. So I'm going to give you the time of day. I'm actually going to give you grace Right, I'm going to find out who you are because I'm, to make it work, yeah, you've got to give grace. You do, right? So there's a lot more grace. So they given. begin with grace. They begin with forgiveness. They begin they with do. that because they're only here to make it work. Yeah. So all those things are well. Okay. So when we, you know, in a, a normal marriage, well, I don't like that about that. That's really bothering me. But in a conventional marriage, you just can't really let it bother you if you're going to be the long haul, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're an arranged marriage, that thing that bothers you, you're going to have to forgive that. And have so much grace for that if you're to do the long haul. So it's a mindset. It's like, yeah. I've chosen, so I'm not going to let that bother me. Right. That's so spot on. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl. And I'm Pearl. And who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. How many relationships are built on the foundation of how the other person makes you feel? Yeah. Like that, I don't know anyone right now that's in single town and has their, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend Mm -hmm. or whatever, friends of mine, that, except one guy, because we talk like all the time about this, super good guy, Um, and single, (laughs) sorry, his name's Jeremy, so, um, (laughs) hey, Jer, but yeah, like all the others is like, this person has swept me off my feet. Yeah. They make me laugh. It's what they make me do. Yes, what they make, you make me, me feel. Laugh. You make me. Yeah, and and you know I've, uh, you know, been married twenty years now, mm. maybe nineteen. Good on whatever. you. But you, I love rounding it. Round. I just round it up. You, you should. And all the good stuff is on the other side of like fifteen years. Oh, yeah, it is. Sure. All the good stuff. For like sure. once the like, I love that the initial. Uh, chemicals while they have their place can be replaced by much more powerful chemicals. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, like like lo- all love is is the action you choose to be consistent with. Yeah. Yes. That's what love is. Love isn't so the, uh, like if you're describing love as a chemical in, in your body, it's so cheap because those things go away so fast. But yeah. it's so funny because, you know, a whole culture has idolized the chemical. You know, all the songs about, every you know, movie. I love you and you make me feel this. You make me feel. Every film ends with <laughs> the chemical. You make me feel. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything is you make me yeah. feel. But, long- you know, don't you think the enemy does that, though? He perverts something that is meant to be good because we're meant to feel. We are. But he perverts it so that it's just this cheap, this cheap chemical that can just come and go. But like yeah. you said, if you stay in the long haul, if you stay till after those first 15 years, the, the, the feelings that you're going to get and the, the yeah. chemicals that, that, are, that, that aren't this just cheap perversion, they're this real, um, almost like a, a, a deep electrical current, not just, just a quick little... It's like a thicker syrup. Yeah, it's yeah, right. It it's a thicker syrup. But what's been idolized in our culture is new love, young love. You know, yeah. it's, it's idolized. The first moments, the first time mm. I saw your face. I mean, all of it yeah. is those bliss <laughs> chemicals, right? That's what's idolized. That's what's put in a pedestal. Yeah. That's what people seek. People seek the falling in love, right, right, right? Right, right? But you know what I think is missing in our culture, and I want to bring it back, the is letter to rain. idolize the letter rain. And I, I want to <gasps> call it long love. Like you said, Danny, and I, oh, we yeah. wrote this in our I'm That Girl book. You know, yeah. I, I wrote something in there called yeah. about um, I'm That Girl Who stays hot for her husband. Yeah. Right. But 
But the long love should it should have a million poems and songs yes. written on it about yes. it. It should have stories written about it. It yes. should be on television. It should mm. be put on a pedestal. Because mm. that's what it's all about, and and it, like you said, Danny, it just gets better. And like occasionally it does. And John I just remember, wants to say and something. And I want John to speak, but I just remember this one thing, this one movie I watched. It's an awful movie because it's so depressing, but there's a beautiful point to it. I forget the name, so I'm not helping anyone out. But there's this long love. It's of this man. He'd been married to his wife just for forever, like over 60 years, and she got dementia. And it was to, it was like the first night he realized that she needed help and had to go to a nursing home because, you know, if, even if he went to the store to get milk for them or if he went to, to do something in the garden on their, on their farm, she could be, have like be stuck in like a corner lost and didn't know how to even get to the chair. And so he realized she needed help. And it was just that first night sleeping away from her, her just that she wasn't lying next to him in the bed. He almost went insane. He couldn't sleep. He freaked. So he ended up coming, bringing a little cot. And every night he'd bring it next to her in her nursing home because he couldn't, so he could hold her hand because he couldn't sleep one night without her. And I'm just going to cry. John, you. Oh, yeah. So can I weigh in from like a little bit different perspective? Um, I'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. So, so I, when, he's more when, polite than Dan, though, because when, when you said I'll see, he almost like, oh, oh okay, but Dan, be like just plowing right ahead. I know we could edit this, uh, anyways. Um, no, when Danny was was brought his definition of love, it just made me think like the whole like you, you're using that term long love, mm. like like Dawn and I like we've always looked at like love as an investment. It it, it it's like it like. And and it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic, like husband and wife love either. I, I mean, you know, like that, like I, I I have relationships that I would throw into the love category that have gone on for years that 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 I have invested. I mean, I'll I'll use Leslie as an example. Leslie's known my wife and I for years, and it's like there's tons of love there. But but yeah. it's that but, but it's been in, there's been investments in yes. that, and it hasn't always been pretty. You know, right. it's it's like it, it, anything it's, with Liz. Yeah. Would. Well, you have no idea. No, <laughs> no, no. But but the but to get to that payout, I guess mm-hmm. you have to do. You have to make the investment. Yeah. And you can't just even even like with wealth, like you can get a lot of money, and you might think that that's wealth, but it's not. But it's kind of like that young love. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. You, you know what I mean. Like you go right. through this like honeymoon, and it's like woo. You we know, are so in love. But yeah. but yeah. but but you're really just if you use like the wealth love analogy, it's like that's not really wealth. Yeah. You just have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. so, yeah. like like it's like so true. You 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 could be dirt poor living in a cardboard box, but if you are surrounded by a loving family that that you love and loves you then you are wealthy yeah. you know what i mean and, and 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 so i don't know just just when Dan, when danny gave that definition it just made me realize like yeah to get to that long term you got you got it you have to treat it as an investment and yep. some investments go up and down and sometimes you you, you lose money and then you then then you you make money and and you know yeah. sometimes like i know gosh in 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 my invested love relationships especially with with with, with my wife which is probably uh, not probably hands down the most valuable of of, of all of my love investments um it, it, there's the, the 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 good and the bad times all all is like compound interest it all mm-hmm. added up to where we're at right now yeah and, and where we're at right now is 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 this amazing like almost like like untouchable like there's not even a like i can't even imagine a day without my wife yeah i can't imagine like an hour without my wife yeah. and, and i know it's vice versa and it's like but it it wasn't always there but but like we did the work and we, we made the investment yeah. and and now we're at this like great payoff place where i think like as far as love goes like we are wealthy beyond yes words. i love that and love and actually that. you brought around to where i want serene to go with this now because when but I, I want to say something okay. before that serene to go with this now part because of, well when i think of you and, and our and our relationship together it's oh. almost like i love to think about the fact of what we've hurdled over too yeah like you know you pulling me down the stairs by my hair when i was a brat <laughs> six-year-old and and then the times when we didn't see uh, I I, I, theologically you know yeah. and and 
or the way we discipline our children was so different and we wouldn't talk to each other for a couple of weeks because <laughs> because uh, you know you watch tv and i didn't and maybe maybe like you thought i should spank so-and-so better and i don't know i'm just yeah. thinking about it but all of that that's me i always wanted my brother to spank better <laughs> no but all of that though <laughs> or not spank has just brought us to this place where it's like like you said when you think of just the whole um, the intensity of all the investments and the highs yes. and the lows, yeah, it brings it to this this very large place. It's so large. It's large. It's large and in charge. Yes, it is. And when it's in charge, there's no going back. Because we know how to fight now. We don't even fight because we know it because so well we know. it's not even fun. <laughs> it's true. I love looking at our, our relationship. I would call it, Serene, not to say that we might have differences, opinions. Yeah. I would call our relationship so easy. Yes. Um, and even though we've loved each other our whole lives, it wasn't always no, easy. No, but I think it takes a long time to get to the easy. I think it does. Yes. What mm. is love if not suffering chosen? Suffering the chosen, yeah. No, suff- like a cho- chosen cho- suffering. Think about that. Well, yeah. To choose. Do you, you like the word suffering though? Yes, I love it because, because, <laughs> I love it. because love it, is long suffering. Yeah, it is, Dan. Yeah, that's right. a good word. And, I, you, I really and you know, to minimize it. what you feel on year 17 of giving yeah. up and letting go and yeah. choosing yeah. another. Yeah. Like, man, okay. if our country doesn't need something, it's mm. to choose another. Yeah. And, and when you choose another, it so often comes with a very negative chemical of your own loss. Mm. You actually experience in your life the loss, mm. the grief, Ooh. the not getting one's way, the not having one's fantasy materialized like a microwave god i love what danny's saying because it's you know what did god choose out of everything in life to represent the love that he has for us is marriage right it's, it's chosen he chose suffering. it and it's such an interesting representation because how to make it last and how to get to that long love is to actually suffer the loss choose loss right to choose another over self Mm-hmm. And that's why the arranged marriages work so much because you've already put self down. Mm-hmm. It's not about that's your emotion true. anymore. You've already had to die to that. You to die to right? the bliss. And so I'm thinking, Ooh. and how, how does our whole spiritual relationship grow? We, we, we actually die and we let Christ live inside yeah. of us. So we actually put ourselves away but, and, we, oh, and we live for but Christ. But isn't it amazing how God's principles always work out? You know, the arranged marriage thing. Not that we're doing the arranged ma- marriage magazine. And not that God says that. it should be done. No, Bill. no. Right. He let people choose their own. There was some arrangement in the Bible, but some people chose their own too. I don't think there is any way is best. Yeah. But, um, the arrangement was probably Old Testament. Yeah, <laughs> Old Testament. <laughs> Just to put but It's so funny. if When you deny yourself, you, you say, if you go into an arranged marriage, you're denying yourself of all the, all the falling in love and the crush and the woohoo. And yet, look at it. Look what you get ten years later. Mm-hmm. The re- the harvest according yeah, like to that who, study. Whoever in the marriage counseling talk before people get married, talk to them about what it means to choose suffering. Yeah. You know that that sounds such like a downer for those chemicals that are flowing so joyfully through their hearts. Yeah. But the reality is, is that you will you will often grieve the sovereignty lost in your life mm. <laughs> you will think about what you would do had if this other person weren't headbutting do you, you think you always do i don't know if you always do i feel like maybe once that choice is made maybe it might rear its head from time to time but i feel like you get better and better at shoving it down oh, yeah yeah, yeah sure. you know but the thoughts might yes. still come man but if they- i was single i could eat this every night I would have soup. No, these are my thoughts. Yeah, 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 Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I didn't have Charlie, this is just some, and I never do that. But sure. let's just say I wasn't married to Charlie. I would have soup and salad every night, and I wouldn't have to cook these casseroles. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> but and I'll take the casseroles any day. Right, and so you just become after X years, yeah. right? Like trained with this suffering. Yeah. But like me, me twenty years ago, mm. some of the things that I just for four went on a whim yesterday just literally looked at it and went that'll never happen because i'm married and <laughs> and moved on like that fast with no thought after it i didn't even feel heartbreak yeah i just i just looked at it noticed that it won't be happening in my life 
And I moved on yeah. so easily and without much grief. Yeah. Uh-huh. But 20 years ago, it would have been a tragedy. Yes, right. To yeah. think of what I could have done. The or red Ferrari will never be in my Oh, life. I've already told uh, my sons. I was like, just so you know, like you could have been a Lamborghini in my life, but yeah. I chose you. Yeah. So yeah. relax and clean your room. <laughs> Trim Healthy Mama, product news and notes. Hey, we want to talk about a new Trim Healthy product that we have really wanted to bring for years. It took us so long to bring it, but we didn't want to mess around bringing you something that wasn't the most powerful. Look, there are so many. This is a greens powder that we're bringing up and there are so many greens powders on the market. So why should we blink and well bother bringing out a greens powder? Well, you're passionate when you say blinking. That's your cuss word, I guess. I'm telling (laughs) you, why another greens powder? And I'll tell you why. Because we decided to bring out something that is so potent, so potent. We chose the strongest, um, most healing greens, Moringa and Spirulina. Yeah, and that's why we've called this product Dynamic Duo Greens Powder because that's all it is, okay? There's no sweetener. There's no nothing in this. This is hardcore, two of the most powerful greens to detox you, to uh, get you methylating. It works on all your methylating pathways. So high in protein, these greens When spirulina are. pairs up with moringa, it makes a green team yeah. like no other. Uh, they are so uh, incredible. Listen, um, vitamins A, vitamins B1, B2, B3, E, K, copper, iron, magnesium, calcium, potassium, magnesium, and small amounts of almost every other nutrient you need are all in spirulina. Yeah. And that's just spirulina. If we talk about moringa, Moringa has earned the name of King of Greens, and it is amazing. It, it, this plant fights fatigue. It fights anemia. It is a powerhouse of iron, of vitamin A, and it loves on your skin. Yes. And here's the thing. I mean, you know, we always encourage you guys to eat your salad and eat your greens, and we say green, green, green all the time. But sometimes you just can't get them in, or just sometimes you're choosing other foods. This is a way, especially if you're not eating salad, to take your dose of greens. And maybe you just don't feel like a salad. Maybe you just feel like a yummy, sweet, frosty. Yes. Yeah, like a shake. You can put it in so a how, shake. Yeah, so how do you incorporate this? Well, there's a there's a recipe on the back of, of the bag that you can just take it if you want to get it a dose. Don't just put it in water. It's very strong no, tasting. It is so potent that it won't be something that's nice to just gag down with a tablespoon of water and a scoop of this stuff. You need to throw it into something and mask it a little bit, but it's worth it. Yeah, and there are ways to make it yummy. Actually, the recipe on the back is simple and delicious. There is, but you can put it in any shake you're doing, any smoothie. You can put it in ice cream. You can put it in yummy, like superfood balls and bars and treats, anything you and make. And the Trim Healthy Future has a few recipes it's already in. Yeah, so we're excited to bring you this green just to amp up your health even more for this new year, just to take it to that new level is go green with dynamic duo greens powder this is the party with serene and pearl get it right it's p-o-d-d-y because we don't have that long left i want to get to bring you around to thm because serene when i was trying to tell her about you know the merits of doing this as a party at the end when she she brought something out that was so huge so serene talk about this well I, i mean i was just thinking about it i was just thinking hey there is the bliss chemicals of any diet at the beginning. You get the bliss. You get the honeymoon. It's like, woohoo! Like, boy, well, do I love not, not for everything, but maybe for Trim Healthy Mama, because some of you are hungry, you don't get bliss. Yeah, 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 exactly. But like with Trim Healthy Mama, it's like, whoa, yeah. Like fat is back in butter. Yeehaw, cream cheese on my carrot like, Oh, cake. my goodness, my first sip of GGMS. They get the GGMS tingle, right? It's like, ooh, uh, it's it's... And it's exciting because it's new and you've got all these, you can check out the Pinterest boards and you've got the groups to check out and you haven't seen all the videos yet and it's all yeah. exciting. But what happens 18 months in when it's just the dirge of every day, like oatmeal or eggs, S or E, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and I thought to myself, no, that's cool because that's when the arranged situation takes place and you're like, no, I'm in this arranged situation this is how I've arranged for my health to be successful and I just daily make the choice and I don't think whether it, the GGMS tingles me anymore yeah. and I don't think whether I get like the thrills out of a special, like um, I've done all the Pinterest desserts and there's, I feel like I've, I'm at the end of my creativity and I'm just now repeating my sweatpants yeah. meals. Who cares? You're in a range situation. It's going to last. I know and, and that's when the good stuff comes. Yes. When you say... 
I'm arranged. And and that's, you know, both parts, marriage and THM or whatever you apply to your life. I think what happens when you decide you're arranged is you don't have that little D word in your backpack. You know, the divorce word. Yeah. You know, like, well, it, it could be that, you know, he's not fulfilling my desires right now in yeah. a marriage. So I'm sort of petting that divorce word and putting my hand in the pocket and just yeah. feeling it. What does that feel like, the D word, you know? Yeah. Maybe I'll even bring it out. Well, maybe we're just not good together. Maybe I'll just say that D because word. Because it will be just negative attention. Maybe then. that will give me some chemicals. Yeah, or maybe I'll just, you know, it's there in my back pocket. And, you know, same with Trim Healthy Mama. Okay, as Danny said, it's not really a diet. It's just a way of eating whole foods. There's nothing removed apart so from sugar So it's not like divorcing yourself from Trim Healthy Mama, but you could have the D word ditch. Like yeah. ditch health food. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just ditching the health or, journey. Or, or, or look at those other specimens of diets out there. Look at that keto and how my friend lost 50 pounds. Or look at that keto's swelt body and muscles. They're really enticing me right now. You know, or, or let's look at fasting. Oh, look at, over my horizon at what's out there for me. If I bring out this little D word and ditch trim healthy mama and try something better but you see if you're arranged it doesn't come up i'm arranged in my marriage the d word is not in my vocabulary and it's not and in my head saying you have to stick with trim healthy mama for the rest of your life what we're trying to say is stick with sustainability for the rest of your life yeah but stick it, with, to me it's one and the same yeah i know for us but we don't yeah. want to come out like freak out psychos no we don't want to yeah, do you're, so saying just, you're not self-promoting yeah i'm not no. self-promoting what i'm trying to say is don't ditch you. what you what your balance is don't yeah. ditch it for a one-night stand with keto, which isn't sustainable because it's only one kind of fuel type, you know, yeah. and, or don't ditch it for something which is which is sabotaging your health journey in the long run because it's just right. a fast 24-day stint of something. And we're preaching both here at the same time. Mar we're going back and forth, mm. interweaving marriage, mm. healthy eating, whatever. But if you have that little divorce word in your marriage and you keep feeling it out and stuff, why don't you throw it out of your pocket for good? Yeah. Why don't you take it out of your vocabulary and just be in an arranged marriage because you've chosen? And, that, and and I don't know how this perfectly works out. I'm just going to, I haven't perfectly like. Hold on, I've got to say that my caveat, caveat, yes, we discussed that, not caveat, I used to talk caveat, yeah. is caveat. I'm talking that you have a reasonable guy uh, here that he's not currently cheating on you. Or bashing you. Those two things. I'm not talking about that. So right. Yeah, that's right. If I was being okay. cheated and bashed on, oh, I'm, I'm uh, I would I would say <laughs> separation. Yeah. I would then, put the S word big time yeah. and he wouldn't be in my house. Yeah. yeah. That's not but what that we doesn't mean, by. mean I'm not soft towards the Lord for reconciliation and be a forgiveness person if it's if, if there it's is, right. If it's yeah. right. Yeah. But yeah. but anyway, what were you gonna say, Dan? Just, Dan? That's not what we mean by no, we're not. suffering. Yeah. No, no, exactly, no, Dan Dan. Thank you. Yes, yes. No, and I'm not we don't want letters. And I don't know how this is fully going to come out because it may not totally relate. But if you're not playing with that ditch word in your pocket or D word in your pocket when it comes to Trim Healthy Mama, you can go on vacay and you, you're you not scared of having a treat or having like, um, you know, a, what do you what would you want to have? Something, I don't know, like but queso with your corn chips. But that is still Trim Healthy Mama. No, yeah. but because Trim Healthy Mama is being able to do treats. Yeah. But you're not scared because you're not even, you know, when you get back home. Yeah. So it doesn't fully relate exactly, but you know no. that you're not ever going to ditch. Yeah. So you're not scared of the return. Yeah. It's, it's I've actually been working on a, you're going to hate this, yeah. a non-religious case for marriage. Okay. Because so many people I know are like, yeah, I get your historic Christian right. thing uh, or idea that you've come from, and that's where that comes from. But I don't think you can remove marriage. No, but from I'd like Christ. to hear this. Guess why, Serene? Mm. Less people are getting married. But let's just remove all the biblical parts to it and let's hear the case for it because I'll I hear think the case. I want to hear it. Well, I have, gosh, I could go down like 40 points, but I'm not. Just one, okay? Just, yeah. just one of my 40 thesis. Is yeah. it 39 I should have? Anyway. First of all, why are you wanting to move Christ from it? Just No, I didn't say Christ. No, he's yeah. just saying. Religion. It's for Leslie yeah. Potts. Okay. There's Leslie okay. She's there. not of our faith. But no. do you want Leslie to get married in your heart of hearts? Oh, heart of hearts. Well, then let's hear the case. So, so um, number one is, um, and this is in the full case, not conclusive, but but one, one idea um, is that when you don't have an out as an option when when it's non-optional you must go through you can't you can't go around you can't turn away and go the other direction you, you must go through 
it is shocking the level of creativity that opens up for you. And the what, what happens is when you have options, it is so like you will have a series of neurons fire, perhaps a million, that eventually lead you to this conclusion that this is the only way. This divorce is the only way. Can I just can interrupt? And it might offend people because I don't even care. You can take a billion epidurals. Bless your soul. Nothing sinful about it. But I just want to speak to a natural birth here. Okay. But did he finish his point? No, but it, is, it goes to the point. Okay. It's you're the middle point. of the point because I didn't get to that. We'll, we'll full circle it. Okay. Well, the Go. point is, is that if you don't have an out, <laughs> you can get so creative and you can make it through to the end. Not but the once, you, once you think of an out and think that yeah. you have an out, then all that creativity goes away and all you have is this persuasiveness in your head that the out is the only way. Yeah. Think of transition, Pearl. Of birth, when you're yes. in transition and you know you cannot go back, you're fully dilated. You cannot go back. The only way forward is to go through that pain. And you've made this decision that there is no E word. You're not playing with the E cards. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm, I'm, but I'm just using it as an example. Well, for those who want to have You will get creative. Yeah. You will try yeah. on all fours like a dog. Yeah. You might try like half in a cartwheel with like somebody punching your arm at the same time to distract you from the pain. You will get creative because you know the yeah. only way to make it through is to just make it through. Yeah. But when you know that you can have an E and you haven't decided, you didn't sign, you didn't make your husband e sign. E stands for epidural, not energizing meal. Okay. No, 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 yes. exactly. <laughs> but if you haven't decided, made your birth plan, like yeah. no matter what husband, yeah. don't let me, I don't want it. I don't, how many times I scream for it. I Really what I want in my heart of hearts is a natural birth. Yeah. When you don't sign for the epidural, uh, well, sorry, when you, when you haven't worked that out beforehand, the temptation will come and you will, Choose it, no yeah. matter what, because there's an out. And whenever there's an out, you will choose it. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. Even at the birth center, yeah. you know, where you had your baby, Meadow had a baby, yeah. And it's a place where you go to have a natural birth. Mm -hmm. Still, the percentage of natural births is still low. I think only about 20%. And everyone there still gets epidurals. I'm not looking down on anyone. But all I I'm saying. I mean, I would totally get one. Or, yeah. All I'm saying I'm is. I'm not against epidurals. If there's a back of the book choice, then th it's like it's like marriage. If, if you're fiddling with the D word at all, yeah. it's so handy. It's yeah. so handy. The epidural is so handy. And we're not, divorce is not like epidural, but it's just a metaphor. A metaphor yeah. for when you have a choice there, you will take the choice. Yes. Yeah. Because when times get rough, why not take the choice? But if you're in this, have got a mindset, I have no choice, then guess what? You're just going to follow through because you don't have an out. So yeah. you've got to keep on the road. Well, the question is why suffer? And that, that's what the divorce mm. box addresses. Is, is if you have a box, a potential, for that, you will fill it. You will for sure fill it. Yeah. There will be, I can promise you this, boo boo. Yeah. After 20 years of marriage, there will be frequent, valid <laughs> reasons mm. to put a ticket in that box. Yeah. It will come up. For some, it comes up month one. For others, it doesn't come up till year seven. Mm -hmm. But at some point, if you, engage in this idea of long-term commitment that we have historically called marriage uh, this this uh this idea of an unbreakable covenant mm -hmm. um you absolutely have to along with that completely remove any outs mm -hmm. or options because there's there's a revelation with this in that what you have embarked on is not like as long as you're looking at it like a business contract mm -hmm. See, it's the difference between contracts and covenants. When you're, John's exploding John over is here. like, literally. John literally has like a couple books pre-written already on this topic, just so you, everybody knows. I love so. that covenant is different than a contract. I love it. Yeah. A con so we get in this idea. But John I'm can take over at this right point. now. What you're you saying, Dan? No, it's so good. It's so good because I I'm about it. to willingly. Oh, <laughs> but you know course. what? But you, but as you take the mic, I want to say this because it's ministering to my yes, heart. to me too. All of us don't want to suffer, right? We try to avoid it. But now what Danny's saying with this whole arranged marriage, taking the D word out, do you know we're going to suffer some yes. in marriage? Because Christ suffered and it's a type, right? I've, 
For the first time in my life, I just got this little ping, heart flutter of joy about any suffering I go through in marriage. Yes. Bring it. Bring it. Yes. Now I don't care anymore. I always try to, oh, this is a bit of suffering. Oh, poor me. I'm not going to divorce, but oh, poor me. I suffer. What if I jolly well embrace it and love it? Because laying down your life is, will, will feel like suffering from time to time. Oh, he's speaking it. Look, he's speaking it. Lay, laying down your life is the thickest of all endorphin syrups you could ever Guess experience. why? Because it's blessed, more blessed to give than to receive. Yeah, da- uh, go, John. Oh, I just wanted to, like, I'm sitting here jumping up and down at what Danny's saying because this is, like, so up my alley. And I know this This might even, uh, this will definitely rub some people wrong to hear this, and I don't mean it this way. But this is this is a fact. This is this is a this is a legal fact. There are two types of marriages. There are commercial government marriages when you bring the state in and you certify it and and you turn it into a commercial entity. And then there are traditional covenant-based marriages. And some of those covenant-based marriages involve religious entities and faith and all. But a covenant, you can make a covenant with anybody. With, with I, I, Danny and I can, I, we can make a covenant that we're going to meet in this room every day on this year and have a cup of coffee together. And that covenant is only as strong as Danny and I make that covenant be. But you don't get out of a covenant. You can, you, you can flake. You, you, you can, you can be irresponsible with your covenant, but you can't get out. There's, there's no mechanism to get out of a covenant. Only in a commercial situation, and divorce is a commercial move. Oh, you tr- you're right about it's that. It's an yeah. absolute commercial move. So, in a now, I am in a traditional marriage. We did not, Don and I did not invite the state of Tennessee to our marriage. Mm. So, we have a traditional covenant based marriage. So, divorce isn't even an. And we're not option. saying if you've had, the, you know, I signed a registry with my state, and yeah. that's all. So we're not saying that you're weird if you do. But, no, but no, we can all see it as do. a covenant and do that at yeah. the same time. Yeah, no, but but true. but but you kind of can't. I mean, if if you're talking covenant, if you truly have a if you truly have a covenant based marriage, divorce isn't an option. Yeah, it's yeah. only an because option. a piece of paper doesn't yeah. mean anything to you it, yeah, either. It's only an option it, well, in a commercial. Yeah, because setting. a piece of paper is divorce, and piece of paper is a marriage. marriage. But, right. but what, and also what you're not saying is if you've been divorced, you're awful. Because you know John's been divorced. It's divorce in our family. But but we learn as we go, right? We come into broader um, yes, broader truths, so big, better truths. A w- you know, when you hear this, um, often a big question comes up. So do you expect me to then remain with this person and, and not be happy the rest of my life? And um, that is the that is the language. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that is the language of a contract mind versus mm-hmm. a covenant mind. Yes, the, yes. the fact that you're asking that question you have already eliminated the possibility of creativity, of actually getting creative, doing the work with this person who now looks like a tree frog, but used to look like a prince, right? Yeah. Like was on literal a literal white horse probably at your big wedding. Yeah. Like often people with the biggest weddings, yeah. I mean, like the most elaborate weddings. Yeah. Are, okay. Uh, I had an elaborate wedding, so I'll, <laughs> I'll calm down. I, I went all out. I had a choir sing at my wedding oh, just so my, you know. I can imagine. Yeah, we like took over this whole space. And I mean, it was like, Southern choir. Okay. So the point is, is, is when, um, when this, in this covenant mindset, when you've eliminated the options, you no longer are saying, you wouldn't even say, well, what am I supposed to do? Be miserable the rest of my life. Because instead you're in a creative mind um, because covenants are creative. And you're saying, what conversation do I need to have with this person so that we can get over this and get back to those fun date nights and yeah. all that stuff. You're constantly at work to so great, yeah. And you become and you become strong in and suffering. your muscle gets good. That muscle mm. to that creative muscle to work through yeah. things gets really to where you can good. even go first to where yeah. you're both like like um you know you're like back to back in the bed or whatever, and then your toe accidentally touches, and you're like oh. God, that's the worst. We're in a fight right now. We can't can't believe my toe just touched. Some intimate motion has happened and it's not on plan with our fight. You know, and it's like all all of a sudden, like you can actually just roll over and be like, gotcha and just go first and just start tickling somebody or whatever you need to do to like have that combo. You know, because you're in a covenant mindset and you know that you have power over your relationship. Like when you're in a contract, contracts are so often disempowering because it, 
you you are held to a thing in spite of your will. I'm not saying right? people should do this at all. Yeah, but Sam it. and I have this thing where we're never going to go to bed on our wrath, right? Yeah. So we've had a situation <laughs> where so the old King James yeah. wrath. We've had a situation before where Americans call where it he wrath. went to bed and I felt like we weren't solved fully. Yeah. So I just got a cold cup of water and just <laughs> poured it on him. <laughs> and I'm like, we cannot go to you sleep until we solve it. You got creative. And then maybe uh, we got to a standstill and it was tired and we've been hours talking and I fell asleep. Cold cup of water for me. <laughs> we have this thing. We're not yes. going to settle. We don't, we're not done. We don't take a break yeah. and then just go off for a couple of days and take a break and then think that break is going to help out. Yeah. You got to get creative and get to the truth. You know what 90% like of like people's relationship problems is there just butt hurt? Do you understand that term? <laughs> no, I don't know. But it, ca- it made a very interesting image in my head. It's somebody like slapped you on the... It made a hemorrhoid image. <laughs> it's very hemorrhoidal. Okay. Somebody slapped you on the behind. Your little, your little booty's sore. And it's not a big deal. It's like you're just yeah. butt hurt. You're hurt in a place that uh, doesn't... It's not lasting. It's just a little spank or something. Yeah. 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 You know, and, it, and it's this idea of... Uh, in fact, guys that work out a lot use the phrase. It's... It's this idea of that you're you're hurt, but in a pathetic way where okay. you shouldn't be. Yeah, yes. like dude, ninety percent of our like like give it a week later, and when you look back, you find that ninety percent of our big unsolvable problems are just this butt hurt ego. Yeah, and it's like the what the Bible calls you know the record of wrongs. It says don't keep it. Yeah. yeah, you know, don't keep those record of wrongs. Yeah, women you, they're, they're gonna Who wrong can't? you. Yeah, Our humans are gonna yeah, wrong you. Yeah, mostly women. Yeah, most. And, and you're right. My husband, I, I swear, <laughs> he's been blessed by God with this forgetful. Yeah, forgetful. Yeah. I'll even bring yeah, up things right. I did, and he honestly can't remember them. It like his brain removes it once yeah. we're solved, and yeah. we we have yeah. to solve some things. It goes out of his brain. Now, mine, I can recall some things, and I used to, I think, keep a record of wrongs. They'd come back, and I, they would be my preciouses, your preciouses. and I dwell on them. <laughs> Now, It'd be like your rosary beads. Yes. <laughs> yeah, feel them all up. Guys, I feel like this no. podcast needs to be shared with somebody for you listening, our friends. Like, you, you got people looking to get married. Like, I would mm-hmm. say some pretty solid foundational stuff was or shared. Or people today. looking to get divorced. And I'm just, and I just or, love, or I just love this whole concept. I love the rings on our fingers here, the ones that are married here in this room, because there is no, you know, the toe rings you buy at, like, like you put your 25 cents in and you get a little ring and it's yeah. for all. Um, sizes so it like it has an oh, opening yes, and you can yes. just stretch it and open it so yes. you can get out and get in and get out and yes. get in I love the fact that there's no there's no break to this ring it's this full constancy round and around and around and around there's no opening there's yeah. no out mm. and and I love that and actually my wedding ring and and my actually our mum's even more than mine I think I could yank mine off if I tried hard enough but you know yeah. our mother's she's been married for what over 60 years now yeah. you can't get it off of a finger you'd have to uh, cut it off right you actually her knuckle has just grown larger than the ring you cannot <laughs> like remove a tree it. that grows and mine is slightly yeah. like that where the knuckle is now bigger than the ring oh, somehow really? no, yeah mine mine comes off and on yeah oh but anyway flexing now Pearl <laughs> yeah, it's like saying I don't have puffiness in my fingers no it's not puffy it's just <laughs> yeah. a change of just yeah. uh, the knuckle she's somehow. like oh little sister are you swollen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think we're good, eh, guys? So, yeah. Hey. No more D word.